Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. Thanks so much for being here on this edition of the show. I always appreciate your time and efforts to see what we have going on on the best health and wellness show around. We got the best guests. We got the best fans by far. I love your messages coming in. Thank you so much for all the feedback. And of course, we're always working to bring you better content each and every day. Now, today we have Martin Parnell coming on the show. And this man is a true inspiration. I'm going to tell you all kinds of crazy things that he's been doing starting at starting running at age 47 he had a brain blood clot we're going to talk about he has five guinness book of world records before we get into all that i want to mention our app head over to trueformlife.com slash emb app we got a bunch of free stuff going on and we got this new app i'm super excited about you can, all you have to do is download it and the and the and the shows are going to come right to your device super excited about that i do want to tell you about mak mystic expressions this is a himalayan salt company that specializes in pink salt now personally i feel this is a small transition we can all make from moving from white refined salt to pink himalayan salt so if you head over to mak mystic.com they have number of they have a number of different products and information to help you understand how himalayan salt can better improve your health now as i was saying we have martin parnell coming on i absolutely love this interview i had the great pleasure of meeting martin at the calgary marathon not too long ago he was dressed up as captain Clotbuster. i love what he's doing i love the angle he's taken i love the inspiration he's offered he is so much information he's he's written he's written up one book he's uh, working on number two we're going to talk about all this in the interview coming up so sit back and enjoy we got all that Coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. You heard all about Martin Parnell in the introduction. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Martin. Yeah, morning, Drew. Great to be here. So we had the opportunity to meet at the Calgary Marathon. That was my first time being there, to be honest with you, which is should might be a little bit embarrassing since I grew up in Calgary. <laughs> but, you know, it was so cool to see you there. You were in your... You were in your superhero gear. It's so cool. You know, we got a a real live superhero first time on the show, Martin. <laughs> you know, I love your attitude. I love the way you're approaching health and wellness, setting goals, success, failure. You have so much to offer. I want to give you a chance to talk with our audience just a bit here. Let us know who you are, where you're coming from, and what you're doing right now. Yeah, absolutely, uh, Drew. Well, first of all, I, I'm a rookie superhero. I, I'm I'm fairly new, okay? Yeah, yeah. Captain Clockbuster has only been going about 10 months now, and we'll get into him a little later yeah, as to why he's he's on the scene and he's doing a lot of running. But gosh, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't start running until I was 47. I guess that's maybe a good place to start. And uh, only because my brother challenged me to a marathon, and the marathon he challenged me to the Calgary Marathon in 203. So really, when we met, that was 13 years later. So there's been a lot happening between 203 and 216. 
Wow. So you, this whole crazy journey began just because your brother said, what did he say? He said, I bet you can't do this or do you want to race? But, yeah. He's, well, he's younger. Yeah. He's younger than me. What a, I mean, to be frank with you, I, I was, you know, as a kid in England, I was kind of known as, as a huggable child. I think the politically correct term these days is fat. Yeah, I was, you know, I was a kind of a big kid and, and always in England pick last for the soccer team or the cricket team or the rugby team. And, but I mean, that was sad. But the great thing was my parents uh, loved sport for the sake of sport. So, you know, when I'd go home in the evenings or on the weekends, you know, I'd play, I'd play tennis and table tennis and badminton with, you know, with my mum and dad, mothers, brothers and sisters. So we always, I've always loved sport, but never quite frankly been, been good at anything. So, so, and I didn't run. So when I got the challenge from my brother, I mean, I said yes right away. I mean, I won't lie. As a younger brother, it's a sibling. I'm not going to say no. <laughs> but then I thought, oh my gosh, you know, I got to start training now. So that was a, that was a big wake up call. So what did that look like when you were, so you've never, had you ever run before? Seriously? No, no. So it was ugly. It was <laughs> ugly. So the first, yeah, that, I was in Sudbury, Ontario at the time and it was, uh, it was December Middle of December, it was a snowy, wet, snowy, cold night. And, you know, he phoned me and I said, yeah, I'll do it. And I thought, I mean, right away, I put the phone down. I thought, well, I, you know, I've got six months here because the, uh, the race was in uh, July of 2003. So I went out that night and, the, you know, down the street, the, the street lights were on. This big, wet snow was coming down. And I ran one kilometer out along the roadway and one kilometer back. And it was awful. I was in, I had tennis shoes, you know, the, the cotton track pants everything's cotton it's soaking wet i'm freezing and i'm thinking well you know this is horrendous like i've done two kilometers i've got another 40 to do so it was a very rough start drew to be honest that's pretty cool because we all start out like that anytime we try something <laughs> new it's 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 usually you know i think sometimes when maybe someone talks to me about business or, or whatever if it's setting or achieving goals we think that there's so many people that they're just naturally good at it but if I look at my life, there's been very few things that I've ever been good at. It just, you know, just starting out, it's always taken some time and effort to, to make it work. Absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, as you say, you see people who are successful in sports, successful in business, and it looks like it, you know, they just floated along. Well, I, I think the majority, especially when you have to start and it's taking that first step, you know, it's a tough one for everybody. I, I, I don't think it's wonderful, easy, easy go. It's tough. And, and that, that's one of the biggest things is taking that, that first step when I opened that door and headed out into the snow. In some ways, that was one of the biggest steps of my life and, and just to get going. And, you know, I did that first sort of 2K run that night and it was awful. So I thought, okay, the next night I thought, well, let me, let me try it again. You know, let's see if I can do, let's do 2K out, 2K back. Well, I did that. And it was twice as bad. So, I mean, it, did, it, it didn't get any easier, Drew, to be honest with you. And, and it was right then I, I – this is a big lesson I've taken with me. Since, since I really got into this, uh, more so I would say is I got help. I got help. I joined the Sudbury Rocks Running Club. And I think that's one thing when you start something new again in your personal life or in business. You know, get help. We, you know, we know some stuff, but there's lots we don't know. And so by for me, joining the running club – Boy, there was a group of people with the knowledge of running, of the, you know, running gear, the running nutrition, hydration, and that was a huge turnaround. Martin, let's fast forward here. There's so many things that you've done. I, you know, I, to be honest with you, I don't even know where to start. We're going to get into some details and some questions I have, but for our listeners that may not 
have heard about you or your book, is there, again, I know there's so many things. Is there a, maybe three or four points that you can pick out, like your 250 marathons in a year or the money you've raised for your charity? Could you give us a, just a, a small handful of, of the things that stand out right now in this particular moment? Yeah, let me pick kind of three. So the first one was in 2005, so two years after I started running. In 2005, I did a bike trip across Africa from Cairo to Cape Town, four months, 10 countries, 12,000 kilometers. There was a group of us, and it was a huge undertaking for me. And, and I think one of the learnings I had was I ended up playing sport with children right across the, right across the continent, uh, table tennis, running, soccer. And it was a huge eye-opener to me, the, the power of sport and how it can raise spirits and give children hope. Fast forward to 2009, and I'd been getting into running, triathlon, ultra running, even more. But in 2009, I was introduced to Right to Play, the children's charity, and they use play and sport to teach kids life skills, leadership, team building, conflict resolution, and they're in 20 countries around the world. The two things came together. I, I, I wanted to do a fundraiser. I wanted to give back. I wanted to give and help children. And so the idea of running 250 marathons in one year was born to raise, to raise $250,000 and I did my started that in Jan first, two thousand and ten. To me, you know, well, I think the average person, two hundred and fifty marathons a year, is that I think we worked that out to five marathons a week. Exactly. Yeah. Five a week drew for a year, but with twelve what I call spare days for little injuries and, and, and sort of recovery. But yeah, basically five a week for a year. All right, so I want to tell you about the Silver Fern Aesthetic and Vein Clinic. Now, they specialize in a few areas. One is skin care. They'll tell you the difference between professional skin care and over-the-counter skin care. This is something that they specialize in as well as offering education to their customers and clients. Mineral makeup is one of their non-toxic type of products. They have no talc, perfume, dyes, alcohol, or anything else that may clog your pores. They also specialize in varicose and spider veins. I actually had the opportunity to stop in there, and they helped me better understand who's more likely to get them, how to treat them, and even how to prevent them. And then they also offer detoxing products and services such as their universal contour wrap. They offer a clay solution. This gets rid of toxins, increases your energy levels, and much more. If you want more details, visit their Facebook page at Silver Fern Aesthetic and Vein Clinic. They're also offering free consultations from Dr. Jackson and their other skincare professionals. You can find them in Didsbury across from the train station, or you can give them a call at 403-335-8829. So what is that like? I, I couldn't imagine, you know, most people train for months before they try to attempt a marathon. You're doing this every single day. Yeah, every day, five days a week. It's like a full-time job, Drew, to be honest. You know, nine to five, you know, head out the door with my, you know, my lunch pail and off I go for 42.2. But you've got to appreciate, this was in 2010, and, and I'd started running in 2003, and I'd built up to running ultra races, 100 kilometers, you know, 100-mile races. Uh, but even so, I mean, obviously, this was a huge undertaking. And to be frank with you, Drew, I didn't have a clue what was going to happen. And, and it was, it was a, you know, a leap of faith. I wanted to raise a quarter of a million dollars for Right to Play. And I talked to my wife, Sue. She's been a huge supporter. And I said, Sue, I want to try this. I don't know if it's going to work, but... I'm going to give it a go. And that's really kind of been my attitude for, for everything I've taken on. 
I always talk about finding, I think, the why or a reason why we really want to get through difficult obstacles in our life. Was that right to play for you or was there another reason that pushed you through to the difficult times? No, it was it was right to play. You know, that was my passion. That was the why. The what was running the 250 marathons. You know, that was the what, the actual physical challenge. But the why was to help children who just need a helping hand. And so whenever I, you know, whenever I was feeling down during that year in 2010, fatigued, it was the fact that I'd committed to help these kids. If every $50 gives one child a right to play program for a year. So, you know, raising, raising that money would help 5,000 children. So that was what, that is what drove me, not my own personal need to do it. Drew, I didn't need to do it. Trust me. You know, that's a lot of running, but I wanted to do it to help the kids. It seems to be difficult when we go in and go after our dreams or find our passion. It seems to be challenging for the everyday person. How did you find this right to play and or how would you recommend someone going to find something like a charity to push them through and help them reach their goals? Absolutely. I think, you know, for me, it took me a while. I mean, I didn't hear about right to play until 209. I mean, I was, you know, 54. I mean, this, this is kind of late coming for me. I suggest if you can find it earlier, that's even better. But, you know, whatever you're passionate for, for me, it's kids. You know, I've, I'm married. I've got three kids, three grandkids. I, I just really, the next generation, I want to be able to do something, be a bit of a mentor. And, and that's my passion, whether it's the same thing, whether it's fundraising for, for, you know, for cancer or for, you know, another passion, but find something and look for it. Take time. Explore. Try things that you really believe in, and you can, and you really want to do something for. And then figure out what talent you have. And this is, you know, we talk about talent. We talk about, you know, people who have musical talent or acting talent or dancing talent or whatever. I mean, I have a talent. I found it. I'm very good at doing long, slow, boring things. That's my <laughs> gift. That's my gift from God. Yeah. I, for some reason, I can put one foot in front of the hour the other for hours and hours and hours on end. So I decided to take that and use that in a way that I could then help children. So I think that's the trick is, you know, when it comes to talent, uh, don't be boxed in as to what it means. You know, think about what you love doing. Maybe it's needlework. Maybe it's art. Maybe who knows? Maybe it's gardening. But find something you love to do and figure out a way of then combining that with your passion. Tell me about what it's like because you're running for hours on end, as you're explaining here, what is going through your mind when it's it's just day after day and it's it's got to be lonely, it's got to be mentally challenging? Can you walk us through this a bit? Sure. There's absolutely nothing going through my mind, Drew. It's a big, <laughs> it's a big blank. Yeah. No, and it's kind of, I mean, you know, I kind of laugh and uh, I don't listen to music, so I haven't got my headphones on. I'm not listening to a podcast or to, you know, latest tunes. What I love doing is I love running. I love running especially along the river or in the mountains or along the coast. And I love the sound of nature. I also you know, like the sound, the cadence of my foot hitting the ground, my heartbeat. And, and also I have to, I use the time, I have to monitor my, in, my intake of hydration, the water, and nutrition. So I'm always you know, looking at my, my Garmin you know, GPS, my pace. For me, there's always something going on. I'm always observing what's happening. And, and every, in my mind, every second is a different picture. 
So as I run along, obviously the scenery changes and I, and I, and I observe and I look at the world around me and, and honestly, the time just flies by. <laughs> so you know, it's not very complicated. I just, you know, I just love races are great. You know, I see the spectators and say hi. But when I'm on my own in the, on the trails or something, I just love being out in nature. And for me, it's a very spirit, spiritual feeling. Tell me about failure a little bit here, because there's one part in your book you're talking about when you're in Africa where you fell I don't remember what the exact number was, six or eight times in, uh, you jumped on a bike and the bike wasn't really working out for you or the, or the ground was a little bit different than you were used to. Tell me what got you up. Maybe it was right to play, but how did you get up and keep pushing on and how do you do that throughout your running career here? Yeah, I've, I have fallen a lot of times. <laughs> I just <laughs> fell on Saturday. I did a trail race in the mountains, hit a, hit a route and went flying, but, I mean, the thing is, you have to get up. I mean, this is, I think the, you know, the, the issue is if I go down, whether it's on a bike or whether I'm, you know, running or in life, you know, again, personal or, uh, or, you know, business, I mean, you have to get up and, and brush yourself off and, and keep pushing forward. It's not very pretty. I think the thing is, you know, people think, you know, it's sort of, I don't know, we can get through stuff by just technology or whatever. But the reality is it's just pure grit and determination and hanging in there. And half the time, it's just pushing through to get to the next checkpoint or the next break or a place where you can you know, wash the blood off your knee or whatever. So it's literally just taking those ne next few steps and not, you know, not projecting way into the future. Just get to the next spot, kind of you know, assess where you are, and then get going again. So it's just having that mindset, I think. And I call it actually... Uh, having a finish the race attitude. I talk a lot about, you know, goal setting, overcoming obstacles to achieve your full potential. And, and this is the, the, you know, this is what I try and instill in the people I talk with, the employees, the different, you know, the different groups is just don't go too far ahead of yourself. Just try and get through the next bit and then move on from there. I call it chunking it down. You know, I chunk my life down to 10 minute segments. And it works. Get through the next 10 minutes and get something done and then move on. And it's amazing. You add all the 10 minutes up and by the end of the day, you've got a full day and you've accomplished quite a bit. All right. So I just want to take a moment to tell you about the tire shop here in Olds. Now, to be honest with you, I'm not really a car person. I wouldn't be the first to fix well, anything. <laughs> so that's why I trust some a company like the Tire Shop. When I bring my car in there, I always know that it's going to get quality service. I really love the customer service. It's, it's bar none. They treat you like family. And this is a family-run business for 40 years. So they're definitely doing something right. And they're not just a tire company. So they do oil, brakes, tune-ups, your battery, wheel alignment. They do all kinds of different things to service your car. And now that winter's on the way, it's definitely a good time to get your car checked out, have someone that you trust and, and believe in, and to support the community as well as a local tire shop. You can reach them at 403 556-7660 or if you want to stop in they're at 5903 Imperial Way right behind Napa I want to talk about Captain Clotbuster who he is how he came to be and you know what you know where he came from I when we first met you were in you were in full costume full full uniform and then we saw you running your was it did you run your marathon that day so that's what you're running. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. As the captain, the captain. <laughs> First marathon, yeah. Tell me about yeah. this. 
I have to take you back now to uh, February of last year, 2015. I had completed my quest for kids, which was my 10 quests in five years to try and raise a million dollars for Right to Play. The marathon, the 250 marathons was one quest, and I completed nine, nine more in that five-year period, including five Guinness World Records, climbing Kilimanjaro in 21 hours. And in February of last year, I was kind of, re- I had just finished that, and I, got, I was getting into my speaking uh, profession. I was, uh, I'm a keynote speaker and author, and I was actually in Winnipeg uh, about to give a keynote at a conference. I arrived there, and I felt, I wasn't feeling good. I'd had migraines the week before. I got there, and I was, to be frank, I was as sick as a dog. I, I, my head was just pounding, just to, totally debilitated. And the organizer said, Martin, I'm taking you to the hospital. So she drove me to the hospital in Winnipeg. Uh, they gave me a CT scan, and an hour later, the, the specialist said, Martin, you have a, a, a massive clot on the brain. And they immediately put me into emergency in, and it put me into an induced coma for 24 hours. And so uh, from being, you know, fit and feeling good and, and really having this, uh, you know, keynote profession ahead of me kind of thing, you know, speaking, my speaking engagements all lined up, suddenly everything was shut down. I was in hospital for two weeks in Winnipeg, and then they sent me home. But for three months, I couldn't walk, couldn't. I just sat on the sofa, double vision from, from the pressure of the clot on the optic nerve, and literally, you know, was reflecting on where, what's going on here. I was on medication, on blood thinners, and my wife, Sue, again, was a huge support just looking after me. Slowly, I got back walking, and in May, started walking. Two months later, started running, and, and I felt good in October. I wanted to do a race, and there was one called the Dash of Doom in Calgary. And I thought, well, I'd love to do that, but it was a dress-up one. It was, you know, one of these kind of Halloween dress-up things. And talking to my wife and I, we, we wanted to come up with a costume. That was how Captain Clockbuster was evolved. He, he is a rookie superhero <laughs> that helps people. His, his motto is keep fit and do good. And he's just my alter ego that I use for running now. And I, I just use him as, I don't know, a way of, you know, of uh, spreading, you know, good news and motivating people. So the captain, his first race was in October last year at 10K. He since run the police half this year and the, and the Calgary Marathon, Drew, the one that you were at. That was his first marathon. But I want to let you know now, this has just come out. He has signed up next year to run a 150-kilometer race at the Calgary Marathon. Wow. Have you done 150 before? I have, but to be honest, that was a few years ago. Now, this 150, it's in celebration of, of Canada's birthday next year, which is 150 years. And the Calgary Marathon are putting on this 150-kilometer ultra. It'll start at 7 at night, and it'll be finished by noon the next day. Oh, my god! And so this is a big – You Drew, you have to come out and cheer me on at night, man. This is going to be a big challenge for the captain. He's never done anything like this. So that's, that's on his – you come on out, man. Yeah, support me. Give me, you know, uh, ham sandwiches and uh, chicken soup and stuff while I'm running around doing 10k loops. <laughs> yeah, be, I'll, I'll be, I'll be there. I'll be there. I got to see good Captain man, good. Clot in action. Clot Buster in action at night. And also, just to let you know, not only that, he, he. I don't know if you heard recently. He had a big, uh, a big battle with Darth Vader. Did you hear about this? I did not hear about this. It was a Cochrane event, Cochrane Summer Light Up. And, and Darth Vader challenged the captain to a lightsaber duel. It was amazing. <laughs> How did it go? I took him down. 
Of course you did. You're Captain Clockbuster. <laughs> I want to ask you, does this have to do with with the with the kids, like being a part of you know superheroes and using your imagination, which I love, by the way? Is it does that have more to do with right to play in the kids, or is that entirely different? You know what, Drew? I really don't know. This has just evolved. It's just something that has, and you know, with some of the stuff I kind of think up, it, there isn't this big you know, kind of overarching plan. It's, it's just a fun thing. The kids love it. Um, I actually have a comic based on, on Marathon Quest. And I think it's important to communicate to all groups in their own way. With the kids, they love the comic. You know, they love the, the graphic novel kind of thing. I've had a great response with Captain Clockbuster. It just shows people, uh, and I think it's a way of me uh, expressing myself on how we can deal with very traumatic and difficult times in our lives. And it's just a, it's a bit of an outcome, obviously, from the clot on the brain and sharing with people what I'm going through in a very different way. So, so I just try and be a bit creative and have fun. I mean, that's the number one thing. When I'm running as the captain, I get, as the rookie superhero, I get great, you know, great response. People love it. Kids love it. And it's just a bit of a, a way of expressing myself and, and sharing and trying to share the journey I'm on. Yeah. Martin, I want to know more about what you're doing now. We haven't even mentioned it. I don't think we mentioned this book we're talking about today. And then what's coming up for you in the future? So I'm working on book number two right now. It's called Running to the Edge, and it'll come out on November the 8th. And that will cover the quests that I did after Marathon Quest 250. I, what happened after Marathon Quest 250 was I, I went, I was asked to go to Benin in West Africa to visit the children we had fundraised for. And it was an amazing experience with Right to Play and the kids and the program. And I came back all kind of re-energized and I came up with this second plan, which again, I, you know, Sue was a bit shocked at, but called Quest for Kids. So it was the five quests. If I was a 10 quest in five years to raise a million dollars. And we ended up raising 1.3 million. This second book covers the quest and, and the clot on the brain. So really up to now. And so that'll be out on November the 8th. Also, I'm, I am training hard in preparation for the big one next year, which is the 150-kilometer solo run. Again, fundraising for Right to Play and to help the kids. And, and I'll be speaking uh, at conferences, conventions, working with companies on having a finish-the-race attitude. So that's a big effort these days is doing the running, fundraising for Right to Play, but also you know, my business, the, the keynote speaking and the, and the books. And do you have a website you can direct our listeners to? Absolutely, at www.martinparnell.com. Fantastic. Martin, it's been an absolute pleasure. I insist you come back and join us again in the future here on Exploring Mind and Body. <laughs> Absolutely, Drew. I want to keep you guys updated on, on what the captain's been doing and, uh, yeah, any other development that uh, love talking to people about you know, their goals and aspirations. And, and if I can help in any way, uh, I'd be happy to. Fantastic, Martin. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. And we wish you all the best in your new adventures to come. Great. Thanks, Drew. Talk to you again. Just a quick word about the new organic spa and salon in Penhold, which is 10 minutes south of Red Deer. They strive for the best organic, environmentally friendly, and health-conscious alternatives. They specialize in organic color and spa treatments, therapeutic massage, as well as holistic alternatives like cranial sacral therapy. They also recycle 85 to 95% of the waste through a company called Green Circle Salons. Hair is used for oil spill cleanups, 
making mats, and all the metal is used to make asphalt, just to name a few. They sell a wide range of organic hair and beauty lines like Eminence Organics, Kevin Murphy, Intelligent Nutrients, and Jane Iredell Makeup. Check them out at organicoasisspa.ca. That's organicoasisspa.ca. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sticking around till the end. I do want to mention a couple of our longtime sponsors that made this show possible and continue to. We have Shoppers Drug Mart here in Olds. They're very community orientated. They've been with us. They've been with us from the very beginning. We so much appreciate their support. We have AG Foods in Didsbury, who are also community oriented. They're bringing better quality foods to our community and to the grocery industry. So again, that's AG Foods in. Didsbury. We have Health Street here in Olds who have some of the highest health standards in Canada for their products. You can check them out at healthstreet.ca if you're not local here. We're going to mention GDK Gravel and Sand again at the end. If you're looking at more details for what we do, head over to trueformlife.com. We have a monthly membership that I'd love for you to be a part of. We do meal planning, help you with grocery shopping, increase your confidence. We do all kinds of different things in within this membership group. We just wrapped up a, a partner step challenge that was absolutely fantastic. I love that. We're going to do another one in the future. We have fun contests and giveaways, live workshops. We do all this for an affordable price. So check us out at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help of GDK Gravel and Sand. GDK Gravel and Sand, now offering all products in half and one yard bags. Give them a call today for more information. 1-877-335-2091.